Welcome to the Product Bakery Podcast. My name is Christian, I'm Alex, and together we present you the ingredients to build the right products. Long time no see. It's true. How's it going? <laughs> well, sitting here with my rented doggo. Um, another one <laughs> no it's always the same one but okay we should have like a video podcast um, so everyone could see this pure cuteness i mean you can see him oh damn he's so hey, cute hey hi yes what about you how's life exhausting really exhausting because i am about to finish my psychotherapy training Ooh, finally this weekend so yeah when can I get my first therapy? <laughs> <laughs> but there is a little bit more to do until I'm officially allowed to do therapy because I need also the license for that, which is the next step. But the basic uh, therapy training is done, which will enable me to work as a therapist. So the craft, actually. Nice. So is it like, how should I imagine? Is it like an exam uh, similar to the ones that we took at school or...? Um, do you need to do you need to analyze someone? Kind of, yeah. So it's uh, I have to do a ninety-minute session with a client, and I have to write um, a five to ten-page summary of the process I made during that training. Because uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned it, but it's like seventy to eighty percent of that training is self-experience. So you have a lot of yeah, work on your own topics with the certain tools that you learn. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine like this. So you have the trainers who are showing exercises to doing theory and showing exercises. And then you pair up in groups of two or three. And then you are working on each other. So which means you are always getting therapy on every weekend or you are the therapist. So which means you, you are always looking on uh, from both sides. And you are always in these processes of working with your own traumas, working on your own topics, which is like a heavy thing. And you usually need also a couple of days and weeks after because it's fully exhausting. Well, I appreciate that you still have the energy um, that you take the time to sit here with me today. Well, uh, I think the, <laughs> the training also helped me to, to gain more motivation for this podcast and to share yeah, my, my learnings here because I have changed a lot since I did that training. And by the way, there's one thing to answer your question if you can get your therapy. There's mm -hmm. something new that I've learned which is, which is really mind-blowing for me because I've never heard of it before, which is constellation work. Have you heard of it? No, I have no idea so, what it is. Yeah, constellation it sounds work. like I, something with stars. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not even sure if I'm translating it 100% correct, but I think I do. Like the uh, star constellations of... I, no, okay, so there's no astrology in it. There's no astrology in it. Um, <laughs> there are many ways how you can approach a constellation work. There's also a spiritual way, there's a psychological way, and it's about bringing your thoughts and people or your environment you are confronted with on a paper and placing it in a room and then going into interaction with role plays and stuff like that. And it's very interesting because my trainer uh, told a story where a CEO 
was doing uh, psychotherapy. And I think it was he, yeah, he was writing down on paper each department and placing it in the room. And then the exercise was to go through each department and just think, uh, and just go through how it feels. So how is this department feeling for you? What are the struggles you feel? What is coming up when you think about certain persons within a department? So I don't want to go too deep, but it's a complete different way of approaching problems within your company, especially for a leader and the CEO. So um, yeah, I took away a lot of things from, from that story. And yeah, I'm just right now trying to establish that in my day-to-day -day business too. I think that would be quite interesting to see me walking through the different departments and or different people get, in the department. Get my get my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the emotional variety ranges from deep love to only deep love because I love everyone in my company. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you love everyone, <laughs> then something is not right with you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's, it's good that we're talking about it because there's also something that I've learned because over the last couple of years, I spent a lot of time in self-training before I started this training. So, you, you know, you, I'm... You read 300,000 books. Gazillion books. Yeah, absolutely. I, I read a lot, but yeah, I attended also a lot of, you know, summits, festivals, whatever. But, you know, having like a trainer and a person who is directly working with you and who shares experience is I just realized how important it is to have like a like a trainer a mentor a coach yeah and I mean as you know I'm doing psychotherapy by myself uh, since quite some time because at some point I just wanted to give it a shot and not now I'm addicted and cannot <laughs> get away from it as you see so uh, there is a lot of benefit in having people in your life who can share experience, who are mirroring your behavior, your thoughts. I think it's it's good to talk about it because not everyone has that. Yeah. But so if you look back, I mean, if you say um, it obviously is important to have like trainers, mentors and so on. Did you have them in your career? Like who did you learn from? So I think my, the very first boss I had was quite a good one because he he was like a genius when it comes to e-commerce and how to sell stuff online. So I, I was learning a lot. But afterwards, I was more learning from people how to not do it. So <laughs> I didn't feel I really... It was more like work learning through pain, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. There was not that one person where I looked up and I said, please teach me. Unfortunately. How yeah, about because you? Yeah, the same is true for me. Like, I mean, I think um, I've learned a lot from peers. I've learned a lot from like collaboration. Mm. Um, but I see a lot of people like really relying on mentorship networks and like really having this go-to person um, as a mentor, right? And I mean, I think while um, I had some chats also on that level with like designers that, that reached out to me. Um, I don't know. I never really got fully into this, this concept of like, okay, there is a mentor, there is a mentee. Um, obviously I can see the benefits, mm -hmm. right. Of like having uh, someone experienced who can 
stand by, give you advice um, to help you navigate some of these painful things and challenges. Um, at the same time, there is obviously like massive value in learning by doing, learning by failing. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I've probably missed out on on some of these things. I then try to compensate by reading um, a lot or, or I mean, I, I also um, was looking into working closer with a coach. I would definitely also pick it up again uh, or even like a therapist. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. once in a while, it's also very nice to go to a therapist and talk to them, right? Right. It's maybe not like the direct mentorship that you would get from an no. industry expert but it absolutely. still helps you analyzing yourself absolutely which can have a positive impact on your business oh yeah i no doubt business. about that yeah yeah so the the only thing i forgot to mention is that in the companies i worked for they were usually hiring coaches so i had the fortune to work with agile coaches leadership coaches a lot that mm -hmm. that i have to have to say so that was very helpful. But but we all know what you think about agile coaches. <laughs> <laughs> I also said I've learned how to not do things, right? <laughs> but here's the thing. Uh, because you said um, you peered up with groups and you didn't have that mentor, the question is also if you are open for having one. Because what I've realized, many people are sometimes not open to getting... I mean, teach is now maybe a strong word, but having someone to reach out to and to also be vulnerable, right? By saying, hey, I am having a challenge and I cannot fix it. Yeah, yeah. no, totally, totally. Uh, but uh, I mean, that's that's where I think it becomes easier um, when you say, okay, I go get a coach. I know he gets money for it. So I know I can also bring all my problems, right? I think like, in a mentor-mentee relationship, there's also like, okay, um, I mean, you need to build up a relationship. I mean, you need to find a mentor. Um, you need to establish uh, a relationship with them so that they are willing also to invest the time to to need it to help you and to give you the feedback, right? I think that's probably something where, um, is it because of, time or lack of focus or putting the focus somewhere else and never prioritizing it um i also haven't really invested in building such a outside um uh, mentorship relationship um but i think yeah at the same time the, the people that i met throughout the life i always try to get a lot out of every single short interaction is it a conference where uh, I have the opportunity to talk to um, one of the speakers or, um, I mean, before COVID, there have still been a, a lot of like conferences uh, and so on. But then I, and it's probably my nature, I just don't feel like I'm the most engaged person when it comes to communities and so on. I mean, I'm sitting in the um, Envision Leadership, um, Design Leadership uh, group. I mean, there is people who contribute daily uh, and who write daily and who comment. I don't know. I, I just never did that. Yeah. But the thing is, do you need to do that, right? I mean, the, the question is, first of all, what should be the relationship that you possibly could have with, let's say, a mentor, 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, the first thing you need is someone you are willing to learn from or someone you are willing to have an exchange with. So whether that's within the company or outside the company or within a certain community, I think the the first thing it starts with is the one-on-one -on -one interaction. If we're talking about a mentor, if you're looking for exchange within a peer group or within a community, the game is completely different. But I think today we should maybe focus on the on the mentorship part. So, and something I have to say and I have to admit, by the way, is I used to fall into that trap believing knowing what is right, although I was wrong many times. And I mean, Let's say if I would have had someone who maybe in a nice way would have told me, hey, Christian, you should look at it from a different angle, I would have been open, but for some reason I wasn't. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't so, need to necessarily be a nice way. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. You're right. Actually, Sometimes a kick can help too, yeah. I, I love interactions with people that are super straight up, direct and... Uh, so there is the feedback you want and there is the feedback you need. Right. Um, however, the reason I'm mentioning it, and maybe it's inspiring or helpful for our audience, is don't believe you can solve every problem by yourself. Yeah. I, I, to me, I think that's one of the most important things as a product manager to learn. Even though you have good intentions, even though you are 110% committed to what you're doing, there's always more than your point of view out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, I mean, even take take our relationship, Christian, the way we, I mean, it's now almost two years that we meet um, weekly for, for these podcast discussions. Um, the time in the podcast, the time before and the time after, I mean, all these uh, moments are good learning opportunities where um, we both share some of experiences and we talk about it, right? Um, I think... I mean, maybe we took the conversation a little bit or could be my fault. I, I went a lot into the rabbit hole of, okay, why do I never, like, why did I never have a mentor or how do I approach mentorship and learning? Um, I mean, I think the, the bottom line is, is just the importance of learning and the importance of learning from the right people. And I think that yeah. that's also maybe... Um, a point to make, right? If you learn from the wrong people, um, that can almost have uh, the 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 opposite effect, or it will have the opposite effect, right? So, yeah. Yeah. but choosing um, the people that you trust with your development. Yeah, and but but also looking from the other angle, everyone. I mean, not everyone, but everyone wants to be a mentor or a coach, right? But just because of the fact that you have solved an issue, it doesn't make you automatically a mentor. So it needs more. So it needs empathy. It needs also a certain calmness because a mentee needs also time to understand, time to make a process, and also time to fail. So it, so there are many many things that are going, yeah hand in hand with that whole becoming a becoming a mentor and being a good mentor but first of all what's most important and i think we talked about it last episode is also listening to your feeling how does it feel when you are talking to a certain person does it make you feel good do you feel heard do you feel accepted do you feel understood And do you feel that the feedback you're getting is helping you? So, or is it triggering you and making you more nervous, more aggressive, more frustrated? 
I think, you know, it can help sometimes to maybe leave out the brain and just feel in, tune yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel in, tune in, um, but also try to not be defensive, right? Like if, if you're going yeah. to ask for feedback and if you're trying to grow and if you're opening up to someone, um, ideally you picked someone who cares about your development um, and who doesn't give you toxic feedback um mm. and and that's where you really need to also listen to what you hear um yeah. and i think what what you're saying also about like empathy um it's on this i mean it applies for mentors but at the same time to me this is also the the fundamental layer of uh leadership Hmm. wherever you are right and i think this is also where we can come back to a conversation of okay pick the right manager right um choose companies roles opportunities based on the manager and what you can learn from them or what feedback they can give you and um how you can grow in that role um Unfortunately, like I, I sometimes also see people coming in through applications that have a lot of experience, but you can see that they have never gotten the right direction. And if you're maybe not like very focused on, okay, I can get information from all the different channels and I push myself constantly and you start getting comfortable in a position where no one challenges you and where people accept a low quality delivery then it also means that the years pass by and you will simply not grow right so um having a leader a teacher or a mentor and having a good one um is just like as important and i think what you just mentioned brings us back to the topic that we have discussed actually in the almost every episode in the, let's say, last couple of weeks, which is the fundamental decisions that you need to make, right? I think the decision-making process in terms of making decision right and making the right decision is more relevant than ever, especially in these times. And I'm just thinking about maybe we should we should do an extra, an extra episode to talk about it because the fundamentals are... You, you, I think we need to start asking ourselves as human beings or also as product tech people, what are our core values? What are our, what are my core values? Not, let's not talk about company values. I don't give a shit about company values in the first place. What are my values? And based on that, I have the foundation to make a better decision where I want to start working, how I want to work, how I want to live with my job, what kind of mentor I would like to have. So I think it starts really on the, on the ground, on the roots where, yeah, in order to make the right choices. So we should definitely catch up on that, I believe. Yeah, that's added to our list of uh, topics for the next couple of weeks. Um, also, as usual, if anyone listening to us has some topics that we want to pick, that, uh, that we want, that we should pick up, um, just drop us a message or use the comment function on our website. And... I think See you, you have said time. everything that needs to be said. Exactly. No, I didn't say. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao, bello. And bellas. <laughs>
<laughs> Bye, Christian. Bye, Alex. <laughs> <laughs>